Hey everybody, welcome to EdTech Tips in 10 CETA Sessions. I'm your host, John. And I'm your other host, Elena. Welcome to the podcast. And we're here today with our guest, Daniel. Daniel, this is your second appearance on EdTech Tips in 10. Is there anything that's happened in your life since we last spoke to you? Yeah, it's it's been a while and I'm very happy to get in touch with you all. And I'm very happy about today's topic, about Icon Secrets. So I'm really uh, very excited to be here. And we're so glad to have you, Daniel. Um, so you're graduating soon. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, you know how time fly. Just, just it just feel like yesterday that I started with um, this job or being with the Cedar team, and just all of a sudden, boom, 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 graduating this spring. It's been wonderful working with the Cedar teams, and then working with like different instructors and getting to know, having like connections with different different instructors. And so, um, on one foot, I'm very excited about like getting my degree, graduating. On the other, I'm also like a bit sad of leaving the Cedar team and. Uh, I'm missing that connections that I have with interacting with different, different instructors. So it's kind of a mixed feelings for me, but um, life, that's life. So you're going to keep it running. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. You will definitely be missed. And I got to admit, this podcast is a little bit, you know, bittersweet recording with it being your last one. Um, having said that, we should probably get on to the topics for the day. And today, of course, we're talking about some secrets in Icon. And if you have no idea what Icon is, uh, I can remedy that problem for you. It is the UIowa version of Canvas software. It's often referred to as Icon powered by Canvas. So if you hear us say Icon, just think Canvas in your head. It's just our local version. Um, and today, Daniel, you're going to be telling us about some of these secrets. And just to get the ball rolling, I'm going to lead off with a personal anecdote. I'm in a couple courses where I don't know where anything is at any point in time ever, because there's a bunch of links always on the side of every page I'm on. And I never know whether it's going to lead me to what I actually want to find or to some black hole that I can't get out of. Daniel, I've been told that you have the solution to that problem, that you can help instructors learn how to kind of manage that navigation menu on the side. Tell me about it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think one of the things that both students and instructors look out for is for easy navigations. When you get into your icon course or your canvas course, you want to you know, know where to go easily. And so sometimes by default, icon courses come with like a lot of navigation that you may or may not need in your course. And so sometimes it becomes like just too much for students to get to know where a button is. And there are certain buttons that you may not use it in your entire course. So some of the buttons include like collaborations or charts or sometimes my media. And these are sometimes even pages. These are um, tabs that you may or may not need in your course. Within Icon or within Canvas, there is a way that you can rearrange those navigation buttons so that the ones that is most useful, the ones that you would want students to see first, come first. And so um, within your course, you can use um, the navigation buttons through the settings, and then you'll be able to rearrange the various 
buttons and then rearrange them in terms of the one that you want students to see first or get access to, and then remove the ones that you do not need in your course. Yeah, I like the sound of that a lot because like John, I am also in a couple of courses that just have uh, a lot of tabs on the left-hand side that I never click on and it does make my life a lot more confusing. So that's a great uh, secret and one that I hope does not stay a secret for very long. What I am interested in hearing about next is assign to, because I know you can make group assignments And then you can also make assignments assigned to only specific people. Can you clarify that point for us? Absolutely. So when you're creating an assignment, just as you mentioned, you can create a a group assignment. Alternatively, if your goal is not to have a group assignment, but basically to assign the assignment to a particular group of people or to a particular student, to a particular sections with different due dates or with the same due dates, then the assigned to, you can use the assigned to button to do that. And so the defaults for the assigned to button is everyone. So by default, icon or canvas assign or assignment to all students. You can use the assigned to button to assign assignment to specific student or to a different group of students you said assignment so many times (laughs) i love that and also when i think about the assign to button um, i think about professors who have students with sds accommodations and if a student's accommodation requires them to have a different due date uh, that's a really great use for that tool as well yeah i totally agree to that Taking a brief swing away from kind of, you know, just the main uh, icon canvas page and go into the gradebook for for a minute, which is kind of, you know, a section all its own, really. I personally had some problems in years past when I was a TA with large classes, you know, a couple hundred students. And uh, sometimes the gradebook could could be a bit of a mess. If I was interested in kind of learning more about how to how to organize my gradebook a little bit in terms of being able to maybe sort students a bit more effectively rather than just scrolling through trying to hope I can find what I want, do you have any advice for me on that? That's really a good one, and I I love that. So within the gradebook, there are different buttons that could help you to do that. We we have like arrange button, we have the view button, and then within the view button you can arrange and then also filter some of the things that you see in gradebook and the few ones that i would want to mention is that you can arrange the gradebook from the lowest point to the highest point or from the highest to the lowest you can arrange them by their due dates within the filter button you can filter assignment by the assignment groups and then by either sometimes even with the with respect to the modules and then for each columns you can drag click and drag the various columns within the gradebook. All right. My next question, Daniel, now there's this box and it shows up everywhere. I can't get away from it. I go to make an assignment. You know, I go to make a discussion post. I really, I try to do anything, make anything new uh, in Icon or Canvas anywhere. And there's this box where I put all of my content. I've heard it's called the rich content editor. Can you tell me about some of like the options? Obviously I can put words in there, but what else can I do with this box? Yeah, I love that question. Um, so the rich content editor, there are a bunch of things that you can do with it. 
there are fonts that you can change the fonts of the various tests that you have in there. You can actually arrange the fonts or like change the various font size or font colors and the headers of all the things that you put in there. And then another feature is you can embed like videos or media files and also include links to external um, websites or even internal websites within those rich content editors. Yeah, and I feel like we could have a, an episode on the rich content editor alone. Uh, so before we wrap it up here, Danielle, is there anything else you want to share about Icon, about your time with CETA, about your feelings of the future? Floor is yours. Yeah, um, one thing I would want to mention is that uh, if I'm an instructor, I would take the CETA as my friends because all questions, even the little, little questions, that's why we are basically there. I, I feel that this, this group, we were made to help um, instructors and then we can help with all the little buttons that you might have missed. And so my word would be that sometimes save yourself the time, feel free to reach out to the CEDA team by phone call, or by email, and depending on what the question is, you'll be able to um, get an answer. Thank you so much, Daniel. Once again, it's been an honor to have you on the podcast for a second time, our first repeat guest. Uh, thank you so much for all of the information that you've shared. Um, and you know, thank you so much for all the work you've done on CETA. It's been a pleasure working with you. Elena, do you have any parting words for the folks out there? Thank you so much and see you all in episode five. If you ever want to book a consult with one of us, the CETAs, the Student Instructional Technology Assistants, feel free to send an email to CETA, that's S-I-T-A, at uiowa.edu, and one of us will get back to you to set up a meeting. All right, okay. see you soon. See you soon. Bye.